Listeners, happy Wednesday. You guys are listening to a new episode of Luis Belleville's Real Talk. Let's go. Alrighty. So the topic for today's episode is called Gifted. Um, and I honestly, I, I want to start with um, some scripture. Uh, to be specific, uh, Matthew 25, 14 through 30, which is a story that is the, the parable of talents. So I'm going to read that. And then just jump into the podcast, which um, I think it's important. It's an important foundation as well as there's a good lesson within the story. So enjoy right here. So the parable of talents. Again, scriptures, Matthew 25, 14 through 30. And I'm reading from the New King James Version, if you guys want to know. Um, For the kingdom of heaven... Is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one of them he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he had, who had received two gained two more also. But he who received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I've gained five more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things, and I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He who also received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you would be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid. And went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered to him and said, You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have, you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him. And give it to him who has ten talents. For everyone who has more will be given. And he will have abundance. And from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gashing of teeth. I think 
that story is important. It's message. It's reminder to use what you have. Don't hide it. Use it and multiply it. You are good at something. We need to focus more on our strengths over our weaknesses. Parents, focus on your children's strengths, not their weaknesses. Friends, tell your friends about their strengths, not their weaknesses. Brothers and sisters, you're in it together. Remind each other of your strengths and not your weaknesses and work on those. The last man in the story was scared to use his talent because he saw a risk too great if he did. But look at what happened. He lost it all and more because of that fear. And he was stuck in a standstill for a long period of time until the return, just to be told he wasted his time. Talent without work is useless. His fear was greater than his faith. And it all begins in your head, really. The body has limitations, but the mind doesn't. We focus so much on what happens from the neck down, we forget it all starts here in your head. If you're not mentally ready, you'll never physically be prepared. That's where preparation starts, and I firmly believe everybody has a gift. It's your job to figure out what that gift is. Then it becomes your job to decide whether you're going to act on it or not. Everyone sees the work you put in. It's what they don't see that determines how far you're going to get. You guys remember, I believe it was um, episode two. I asked you to look in the mirror and tell me what you see. Let me dig a little bit deeper into that and throw a curveball at those of you who have done some self-analysis. When you look in the mirror, let me tell you, it's what you don't see that's holding you back. What you are not willing to see is why talent alone is not enough. And when you finally see it, accept it, decide to work on it, then you can take the next step. Did you guys know that you are your greatest asset? Most people go through life using very little part of their potential. Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Follow your passions. Chase whatever turns you on. If you're doing what you love, it's easier to wake up every day. If you are chasing what you love, you have a reason to wake up every day. When you find yourself in a vicious routine like I know I've been in, as well as so many people I know, it's harder to get out of bed in the morning, isn't it? Pursuit leads to happiness and fulfillment, which manifests into joy. I know for a fact I am not there yet, but I'm waking up determined to make better decisions, to do one more thing, to keep seeking, praying, helping others, trying things. That's why you see me more active on social media. I'm breaking the shell I've had over myself for so long so that when opportunity presents itself or is found, by me exploring new territory, I won't be so guarded, and I'll take it. You know what's the biggest distraction while on this pursuit? Comparison. You see what everyone else has and you want it, or something like it, and you work really hard for a season, and you're just still not there. You've managed to better certain skills to try and acquire what you've seen, but for some reason the feeling of defeat clouds over you, overwhelmed. 
not good enough. Those thoughts almost erase the fact that you are better than you were when you started. You have progressed. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Don't follow. Dude, be the weakest link in your chain. Chain of friends, coworkers. You know why? It'll make you stronger. It'll make you try harder. If you are the best at what you do in your social group or job or whatever, you pause your growth. Yeah, you'll be on top for a while. You'll feel like you're winning hands down. But if you surround yourself with people who are better, who are at another level than you, and don't look at it as a competition with them, but instead with yourself. Yes, you may feel like you're coming in last around them, but you'll slowly be getting better. You personally are pushing yourself further than you thought you could. That's what you have to do. Environment plays a huge role in personal growth, but to adapt and overcome, that is the mindset. Not to be better than Joe. Who cares about how good Joe is or how liked or how much money he makes? You do you and adapt. Adapt to what Joe's doing. Even encourage him. Let it rub off on you so you can do it better eventually. Life is filled with daily adversity, internal, external. Part one is how you respond. But what I see as more important is how you bounce back day in and day out. Do the things you love. Spend time with those that matter to you. Chase your passions, try new things, and use and multiply your gift. That's your job. That's why you're here. Have a good day, guys. Happy Wednesday.